and we're back welcome to another edition of pick em with dan and dave um for those of you that didn't see the message in our league group this is now a podcast and uh this goes out to the world on pretty much every podcasting platform you can see uh as far as spotify apple google iHeartRadio, um tuned in many of the other ones so and we had a lot of good viewership really across the globe last week so for all of you that listen and are listening now we thank you Mm -hmm. but uh, we're excited to be here talk some football two brothers just like to sit here and talk about our bets for the week and look at the slate ahead and so dave excited that we're looking to grow this best we can yeah, uh, hopefully we can improve uh, certain records, such as my myself's record. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, you know, uh, last week, speaking of records. Um, solid week. It was a solid week. It went a lot worse in the sports book than it did on our picks for me. But uh, seven and eight for me, overall record for the year of 30 and, or sorry, 70 and yeah. 73 uh, for you. Back over 500 for the week six yep. and five, 59 and 84. You're getting there. Uh, I mean, if you're betting out there in the world, fade the kid. Legit. <laughs> but let's get into it right away. You know, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. We have three games on Thanksgiving uh, this year that it's going to stretch football all day. It's going to be like a Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like Red Zone, but we'll have commercials. Mm hmm. Yeah. Every game is a national broadcast, but let's start with Buffalo at Detroit. That one is at 1130 Central Time on CBS. Um, Buffalo favored by nine and a half in that one. 54 is the total uh, as of today in that game. Buffalo looked a little shaky last Sunday when they were playing in Detroit. And, you know, they had a lot personal going on trying to get out of that storm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a week of prep once again helps them they're more back to normal even though it's a short week i know they flew home looked like they left a bunch of the gear there yeah. stayed set up yeah. uh in detroit but detroit that's a scrappy team three game win streak mm-hmm. for them yeah. and this is a big test against a really good buffalo team but i think that they'll keep it closer than the nine the nine and a half that the book has it at um their defense for detroit has improved a lot in this last three weeks they've played good football their offense has been good most of the year um so with that you know i'll take detroit plus nine here i do think buffalo wins that game they pretty much have to to stay in the division race yeah uh, because their schedule does not get easy for the rest of the way out yeah, I would agree with you. Detroit's defense has, uh, I don't know if you want to say get, gotten better or just kind of showed up in key moments. Mm-hmm. Um, early on, as we know, that defense was not good. Kind of how the Bears' defense has been lately, getting exposed on, on the ground and through the air. Um, but last week was a huge win versus a team that I've told you that I'm not a fan of. Um, and they held to Saquon to his worst game, fantasy-wise at least, I know. Agreed. Um, so that was huge, but I, I'm just waiting on the letdown there against an offense like the Bills. I think the Bills are going to have a monster game. Nine points is a lot, but I like the over here, uh, thinking that the Bills are definitely in the 30s. Yeah, I, I think that that's a good play with both offenses can mm-hmm. very easily explode. You know, we saw Diggs 
didn't really get involved in the offense no. until late in the first half. And that's when they started to turn things around. That offense was completely sputtering. Yeah, and I think the Lions are top five in 30-point games offensively. Yep. So I'm thinking if they can put up 20 points, it can be a cover maybe. You know, as we look at this Thanksgiving slate, it, it you can't help but notice that a lot of times we get a lot of cupcake matchups in Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But all three of these games mean something to really yeah. both teams on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Funny to say, Detroit's still in the division hunt, definitely in the wild card hunt in yeah. the NFC. Yeah. And then we'll move on to an NFC East matchup of the Giants and Dallas. The Giants, firmly in that wild card hunt. Yeah. And then we'll talk about it here in a minute, but New England and Minnesota. New England, still in that division hunt. Yeah. Minnesota got a pretty firm gla- grasp on that NFC North. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. All of these teams have something to win and lose, and that's going to make for really good matchups for yeah. all of them on a short week. But let's talk about the Giants in Dallas. That game is at 3.30 Central on Fox. Um, Dallas favored by 9.5, 45.5 being the total here, and I think that that's a pretty fair total. Mm-hmm. Um, both of these defenses play really well, but both of these offenses can very well expose you quickly. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dallas by the air mm-hmm. and uh, the Giants by the ground mm-hmm. and you don't know when that play is going to break loose but this is a game that don't shock me if this is a 30 point game mm-hmm. and don't shock me if it's 75 <laughs> you, uh, that's why I think that the line it's just fair there mm-hmm. you know I think anywhere in that 45 to 50 is right where I would have expected that game to be um, Dallas nine and a half at home you know that uh, they always have that Thanksgiving game, same as Detroit. Uh, this is Jerry's more production week. You're going to see a huge halftime show down there. Mm-hmm. A lot of what could be considered distractions. Distractions, yeah. Uh, as Jerry wants to showcase them boys, as he should. They've got they've had a good season, and those of you that have listened, I know that we've had two. This will be our second episode on the podcast, but. Those that have listened in our closed group, you've you've heard us change on the Cowboys a little bit as the season has went on. They're playing really good football, but nine and a half in a division matchup that normally stays pretty close to me uh, is going to make me take the dog here once again of giving me the Giants, and I'll take those nine and a half points. Dallas, again, wouldn't be surprised they won this game at all, but I think it's going to be closer than nine and a half. Yeah, I'm going to ride the nine and a half with you. I think the totals rock solid like you said i think it's kind of in that no man's land they don't know which way it's going to go we're in the mid 40s um to me obviously dallas had their best game of the the year last week or or the week yeah whatever you know what i'm saying um i don't feel a letdown but i just i don't feel them putting up 40 again versus the giants who have a pretty sneaky defense uh Tough loss to the Lions, definitely one. Maybe they weren't looking past, but that would be a W, mm-hmm. um, especially at home. Uh, but hopefully Saquon can get it going again against a tough a tough defense and at least keep this uh, under 10 points. You know, you made a good point there. I don't think it was a letdown, but if I had to guess, if and we're not in that room, obviously, if I had to guess preparing as they went into that Lions game, they were more getting their game plan set for Dallas. I think probably I would think, um, and it showed a little bit. Mm-hmm. But 
I think that they will be ready for this game. Short week, both teams, mm-hmm. not a lot of time to prepare. You're going with a lot of what you put in in camp. Yeah. And uh, I think it's just going to be a good football game. Hopefully, yeah. The nightcap at 7.20 on NBC when most of us will probably be sleeping off of our turkey or waking up from our nap. Yeah. Uh, New England at Minnesota. Minnesota, tough, tough loss mm-hmm. to the Cowboys last week. But in that one, Minnesota favored by 2.5. and a half is the number, I think, once again, rock solid total uh, Yeah. by the smart people out in Vegas. This one we're really different on on our thoughts on this game. New England, that defense, we've talked, it seems to be a theme of what we've talked about, defense. That defense is sneaky. Oh, yeah. And they do have resemblances to a Dallas defense. Um, there's no doubt in my head Dallas's offense is better than what New England's is. Um and I think that that came down to the Jets game with the Patriots. If I had to guess, they were more putting in their game plan for Minnesota than a division matchup that they're pretty familiar with. Neither team scored a touchdown in that game against the Jets. Bill Belichick is just going to try to lock down Minnesota once again. And I have to say it, it's Kirk Cousins in primetime. Give me the Patriots money line and give me the under in this matchup. This is another one. Would not surprise me if it's 60 points, but I'm gonna, I really think that this is gonna be, you know, a 13 10 somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with everything you said, especially the prime time thing. Obviously, it just says it for itself. Kurt, uh, he's not the same quarterback, at least on paper, in these uh, prime time games. Um, but I'm gonna take Minnesota money line. Just because, obviously, on paper, record-wise, they're a better football team. New England has a good defense, but then again, they just played against a kid last week. Weather was tough, super windy. I sent you a video of some of the throws. Just not good. Uh Not good. Struggling. Um, I don't know what to think about that defense because they have games where they look unreal, and then my boys went to their place and put up 30. Or almost, or forty, actually, almost forty. So I don't, I don't disagree with you, but I think Minnesota gets another shot at home here on 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 Thanksgiving. I think Jefferson's going to get involved really early. Uh, I heard his turf toe thing is not an issue. Um, so I'm going to think, I think Minnesota gets the win here, and uh, also playing maybe with a chip on their shoulder, knowing that they kind of have the division locked down. I mean, not like they want to lose, but I don't know who's going to chase them, honestly. Kirk Cousins on Thursday night is 3-5, and five, 14 touchdowns, 10 picks in his career. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> At least he's positive on the touchdown picks. All right, let's go on to Chicago with the Jets. Big news out of this one is the Jets know. have announced Zach Wilson will not start. Uh other reports I'm reading is he will be inactive for the game. Wow. Uh, and going with Mike White in the matchup with the Bears, this one will be in New York. With that change, the line moved from Jets minus 4.5 to the Jets minus 5.5, and, and some books even six. have it yeah. as the Jets minus 6. Yeah. 
Um, total stayed about the same at 39. Justin Fields looks like he's going to be okay. It is a, his non-throwing shoulder, mm-hmm. uh, which does help. Was looked like he's in a lot of pain. It's the been end the of that Atlanta same game. shoulder all year. But uh, we talked about this before we went on. I don't know how to bet this game because yeah. if you're the Bears, you are getting ready to play Zach Wilson and. Mike White can attack you a little bit more. I think that he this will be a there. running game for both teams with this. And it's just going to be who's going to be able to break through. We talked about it Sunday when we were together watching the Bear game. That Bears defense has really stepped up. There were times we didn't see it against Atlanta, which has been an anomaly over the last five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really don't want to pick a team here, and I'm just going to go over 39 in this game and think that we're going to see some touchdowns on the ground. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be uh, I mean, was it last year or two years ago? I think it was last year. Matt White came in and had those first two weeks, or the first game he threw for mm-hmm. like 400 or something. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of progressed back to what we kind of thought he'd play like. Um, but the Bears' defense is, like, it, they had some good moments last week, but they've been getting exposed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the offense has been good. Uh, we've struggled to put up points on our last drives to tie these games. Um, but to me, the offense has played too good not to take the points here. Plus five and a half. I mean, if Matt White beats you, he beats you. That's my kind of thinking. Uh, Fields has played good. If the play calling is, is like it has been the past three weeks, there's no reason we can't you know, score 17, 20 points and stay within five or six points, which would be good for your over. Um but yeah, I'm I'm gonna take Bears in the points. I know they're my boys, but I just there's so much shit going on with uh the Jets right now. The Q B room cannot be good and I didn't even know they might not make uh Wilson active. Yep. Like that's a big and I'm not giving up on him because at BYU he was insane. But he does need a little seat right now. Kind of just for, away from the team, honestly, because they were not happy with the way he made some comments. So I don't like going after that team right now. Yeah, I kind of think that we talked about this again before we went on, that I think that Salah's hand was forced in this Yeah. Week. Like, Zach Wilson forced himself to be rested this week. And yeah. I agree, this is not the end of this kid's career. He needs a little reset. Yeah. Like, um... How do you score three points and say you didn't fail your defense? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's just things that I think that are growing pains across the league. And yeah. we know that the the patience with a quarterback is very slim anymore in the NFL. But those are learning moments. Like, yeah, he's going to have bad games on the field, but you got to learn how you adjust the media. And you've got to show, and it's for Robert Solid to avoid losing his locker room. You have to show that there are consequences for performance. There's accountability to what you say. And he kind of had his hand. Especially for a team that's in the playoff race. Yeah. It's kind of crazy that they have all this drama going on. So I I would say, don't be shocked if Zach's back on the field next week, but yeah, no, I think a one game reset to me. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. So Cincinnati at Tennessee CBS noon game, um, that most of the country will see. I think this is going to be a really good matchup here. Cincinnati is favored by one and a half, 42 and a half is the total on this game. But Tennessee, that's another sneaky team we don't hear a lot about, but they play really good football. And Cincinnati, uh, I think they peaked 
in the Super Bowl last year. They've mm-hmm. been down a bit this year. I week. agree. Um, they still can play good football. They can still put a solid game together. But they haven't shown nearly the explosiveness that they did all of last year. They're so streaky. Yes. Like they score 30 or they scored 10. Yes. And, you know, going into that, the defense of Tennessee, common theme this week, talking about defenses, but the defense of Tennessee, we had heard it was good, and I think me and you both talked about this as we were texting. I, I know I went back to this a lot of the Chiefs-Tennessee game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Impressive. On paper, that game should have just been an explosion by Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But Mike Vrabel can get that defense up to play. This is another big matchup for them. They're still very much in the hunt for that number one seed in the AFC. Yeah, it's crazy. And you don't hear anything about them. To see this line at one and a half for Cincinnati at home for Tennessee, I didn't get. So give me those free point and a half, and we'll take that all day long. Yeah, you know, it makes me still, I still forget that they were the number one seed last year Mm -hmm. in the AFC. Obviously lost first round to these boys, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, and I didn't even see till now that it's in Tennessee. So I'm gonna add uh, Tennessee money line. Um, in a game last pe- last week, I chose Green Bay. Um, obviously, Green Bay is not what they've been, but they started to play a little better. But Tennessee just can continue to show that defense is legit. Um, there's nothing else really to say that they're they're just a good football team that gets no credit, I feel like. Agreed. So give me the money line. Give me the under. I do think it's going to be a really low-scoring game in the 30s here. It's going to come down to maybe even a field goal. Um, but in Tennessee, i got to go with them. All right, let's go to the Falcons at the Commanders. This is a game that normally we wouldn't talk about, but it's two teams that, again, still very much alive. Yeah. And realistically, they shouldn't be. No. But this one will be in Washington. Washington is favored by four and a half. Carson Wentz, I think, is done. Yeah, I don't know why you would play him. So uh, That team has rallied around Heineke. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 41 is the total in this game. Um, I really don't have a lot to say about this one, you know. The Falcons, yeah, they pulled out a win against the Bears last week. Washington pulled out another big win. But I, I just, they're not fun to watch. They're, it's just, you question a lot while you watch them. And just give me Washington, four and a half uh, in that game. Yeah, I can see what you say about the Falcons. Uh Washington has definitely rallied around Heineke. He's played well. Um, he hasn't turned the ball over much, maybe a few, a couple times, but for him that's not much the way he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, besides a couple games, I mean, even when they had a couple wins, they weren't putting up too many points. I, I like the under a lot here. The Falcons continue to run the ball a lot. That's just their script. Um, and that's the only way they can win a game. I don't want Marietta thrown for 350 yards. That just won't happen. So I like I like the under 41 here. I think that's a pretty safe bet, honestly. And uh, I think the line's spot on, in my opinion. I think the Falcons could win this game. Um, 
it'll be tough. Commanders D has, has looked good, but the Falcons are kind of a sneaky team that just you know they're in the hunt for that race with the, with the Bucks, and I would not be surprised if they somehow pulled out. Yeah. This one is more of a revenge matchup for me that I had to put on here after their gutless performances at Arrowhead. But I will say Doug Peterson has a set of nuts on him. Yes, he does. Baltimore will be in Jacksonville. Baltimore favored by four. 43.5 is the total in that game. But um, funny, just fun facts off the field. I think I, I sent you, or did you send me this uh, yesterday? The health department went through Jacksonville Stadium. I think you sent me that. I didn't send you that. And found, what was it, like 43 health code violations? Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, you sent me that. Live live mice and rodents running through the concession stand. They found droppings in the concession stand. Just kind of goes along with that team. And, you know, we're going to talk about it again. The attempted murder at Arrowhead of Juju. (laughs) And the little slap on the wrist, $6,000 fine. Yeah. We have rode Jacksonville pretty hard this season. It has mm. not worked out, or I have. More you than me. But with this, they're dead to me. Baltimore minus four. And that's all I have to say. Wow. That is surprising. I don't mind the pick. I just, you... That's the first time all they're year. Dead. <laughs> I think dead. that is the first time. Second time. Against the Chiefs. I love how you're counting. Against the Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Which they thought they were going to cover, too. Um, yeah, the Jags are they are just not... They're not bad. They just haven't pulled... Dead to dead. me. Okay. I think next year is a big year for them. It has to be. But their plan... has to yeah. continue to improve. Well, he's looked good early, and then he has not looked good as of late. He looked good at the end of the KC game a little bit. Not the point. Time. True. But, yeah, they're playing a good team this week. Baltimore is good. They snuck, They kind of snuck past Carolina last week. Was kind of surprised. Came off a bye. Um, I didn't watch the game, but I just stat-wise, Lamar was not great early. But their defense held in. I don't know how Roquan's playing, but I'm sure that's a big help in the middle of the field there. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with the under here. The Jags just haven't been putting up points and Baltimore likes to run the ball and, and a lot of times they, they run the clock and that's just the style they play so I'm going to take the under. And there should be attempted murder charges on their whole <laughs> This is a game we will be at. Rams at Chiefs, 325. It is the game of the week on Fox uh, that most of the country will see. Uh, there's only like two states for the other game that's going on. So most of the country is going to see the Rams at the Chiefs. All right. This was a game when the schedule was released back in May. We had both said That's this very well could be a Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, it's the game to um, go to. And the team that I had more questions on was not the Rams. Yeah, it was the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But oh, how the turntables have turned yeah. in this wonderful National Football League. We've talked about now, we don't know how to bet on this game. The Chiefs are favored by 14 and a half. That is the biggest number we have talked about in the three years that we have done this show. I looked back. I thought the Bills were like 17 last year. If It, it was, doesn't matter. It's in the top five yeah. for sure. 14 and a half. 
with a total of 43. <laughs> that that's your that's your you should know to not bet this game. Right? Yeah. But we have to. Just move on. Just listen <laughs> for you know 10 more seconds and then don't bet it. But so we're talking about I think the Chiefs could throw up 35 here. And and it might not cover the over. Perkins <laughs> is going to take first team snaps for the Rams. Stafford back in concussion protocol for the second time in three weeks. Can't be good on the old noggin. No. <laughs> so it's concussion? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, so Perkins is going to get the first team reps. Uh, David had said before we went on, Oh, he could be good. He could throw six picks. And then I go, exactly. The Chiefs could throw up 35. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm with you. They could throw up 35 and this over doesn't cover. Sadly. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to bet it because we want something to cheer about while we're over there this yeah. weekend. We're going to go Chiefs minus 14 and a half. That is very uncharacteristic for Andy to to win a game by that much. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't like to run it up that much. And I'm just going to say, I, this might be the kiss of death. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Henny in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said earlier, this is the game we kind of were like, we should go to this game. Yeah. Like, this is like, you got Safford, you got Cup. They're both not playing now. It's just like the worst timing. It, I mean, it's still going to be awesome. But, yeah. I, I I don't know how you can bet the Rams. I'm pretty sure this kid that's playing last year came in and actually played all right, but he doesn't have cup. I looked it up. His first NFL action was against the Saints. Oh, then I'm thinking of someone else. So, yeah, this could get ugly. It could get really ugly. So just don't bet the game. But we're taking 14.5 in the over. And we're going to party. And we're going to (laughs) party. Let's go to Sunday Night Football. The Green Bay Packers will be in Philadelphia for what I expect to be a good matchup. Yeah, Green Bay will figure it out. You do not count them out. They're pretty well out of the division race at this time. Yeah. But do not count Aaron Rodgers and those Packers out of the playoffs. We talked about this once again before we went on. Philly is bound to rebound, and I feel bad for the team that they do it against, where they that offense clicks together back again. And it very well could be this game that their defense yeah. swings that momentum. Because if not, those boobirds will be out strong oh, in Philadelphia. Yeah. Big time. Uh, they don't have a lot of patience no. with their team. Their team is 9-1. and 10-1. and 10-1. and 10-1. They still no good. Yeah. They still may get booed yeah. if they don't start out quick in this game. Philly favored by 6.5. 46.5 is the total in this game. I'm just going to sit here and wait for that Philly explosion and just take Philly minus six and a half. But don't be surprised if this is a three-point game. Yeah, you know, obviously there's two options here. Philly has either been exposed and they're just not as good as what we thought. They're still a great football team, but they're not the 10-0 and team we thought. Mm-hmm. Or they are going to rebound and they're going to beat Green Bay by 20 points. Mm-hmm. And I could see that happening. Green Bay's defense... <clears throat> not great, not great. Um, for for Tannehill to go in on a cold night in Lambeau and throw the ball multiple times over the center of the field, hit some big passes, and obviously Henry did what he does, was impressive because Tennessee is just not known for being like 
power you through the air off. I mean, they can off play action a little bit, but that showed me enough to know that, you know, Green Bay is just, they're okay. They're they're not going to beat you on the defensive end. They're not going to, recently, they're not going to beat you offensively. They're kind of finding a little bit of something on offense, but I don't, I think the line is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Rodgers and them play well, it's an easy cover. If Philly explodes, obviously they can beat this team by 10 plus. Uh, so I'm going to take the over here thinking Philly just snuck by the Colts somehow. Matt Ryan and Saturday have maybe got something going on. I don't we'll know. talk about him next. Yeah, I'm thinking Philly's going to have a big offensive game here, and Green Bay will score enough to cover. You know, I'm just going to say you heard it here first last week where I said Tennessee is going to march into Lambeau and win that football game. Yeah, you did. Well, I text you right before the game, I'm like, you're so right about Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> and let's go to Monday Night Football. That is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Indianapolis Colts, as you just said. We think Matt Ryan and Jeff Saturday might have figured something out to give a little Maybe. spark to that locker room. This will be a good test for that. Yeah. Of a team that you should go in and handle. Uh, if, uh-huh. if you have that locker room back. If you have that team rallied around those two, you yeah. should handle this game. If this is a close game, we had a fluke in Las Vegas. And kind of a little bit of a fluke against Philly. I know yeah. you disagree with those statements. but No, not entirely. Like, to me, this is a show me you have that locker room. Show me yeah. you have that team. And a big primetime matchup for a guy that's in his third game coaching in the National Football League. Indianapolis is favored in that game. They're favored by two and a half. Thirty-nine and a half is the number in this, and I can see we're a little bit split here. I'm we gonna are, say huh? that 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 team is rallied around Ryan and Saturday, and they're gonna come out. They're using Jonathan Taylor correctly. Yeah, he's finally getting a little bit of mojo over the last three weeks. Yeah, and to me, that's scary. Mm-hmm. So give me the Colts minus two and a half in this game. And I think that this is going to be one of those Monday night football games that we thought before the season started isn't going to be a good one. And this is going to be a good football game. Yeah, I think America's hoping it's good because it could be a really shitty game. (laughs) You got two teams that are literally in the same scenario. Mm -hmm. One's got a rookie and one's got an old man at quarterback. Um, I do I do agree Saturday definitely has the locker room in a diff- in different shape. That's good. I do agree he came in and said we are going to run the ball with Taylor. He has mojo. He's had some fumbles, mm-hmm. but he's running the ball well. Not like four weeks ago. is way different. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree with all those statements. But Pittsburgh just put up 30 versus Cincy. Mm-hmm. Who I think has a like I said, sneak kinda kinda like we said, inconsistent on both sides of the field. But their their defense has typically been decent all mm-hmm. year. They played Baltimore, they held them pretty pretty close. I don't know if the I'm blanking on his name, the rookie for Pitt. Quarterback. Pickens? No. Pitt, not not George Pick. Pickett. Yeah. Pickett. Yeah. He, I don't know. He, I think he can do enough to to beat this team, um, especially if it was in Pittsburgh. But I'm gonna ride them 
them money line. I think George Pickens is a huge target for him. Najee is finally starting to bust open for 10, 15-yard runs, um, which is huge for them. Uh, so I think Pitt can win this game. I'm going to take them, and I think it should be a pretty close game. I, I agree with the close game aspect. Yeah. This is one of those ones we've talked about, many of them throughout the season. It's going to come down last two minutes of the fourth quarter, yeah, I think. I think so, and too. And who has the ball. Got a field goal. All right, we're going to wrap up this week with Danda's crazy parlay of the week before we get to the sicko teaser that we're still waiting on it to hit. I thought it hit. No. No. Oh, I thought it hit two week or last week or two weeks ago. No. You missed both. Yeah, how does uh, And last week it missed pretty bad. Great. Um, but the crazy parlay of the week, the crazy parlay of the week for me is five money line bets across the slate. Um this week it is plus nine twenty six. Love it. Bet a hundred dollars, win nine hundred and twenty six. For those of you doing the math at home, again all money line. So we're gonna take the Cowboys here. Cowboys money line. Patriots. Dolphins against the Texans. The Dolphins win that game. That one uh, should be the biggest gimme of the week. We're gonna. <laughs> That's take your the, kiss of death, right there. Yep, we're gonna take the Commanders, <laughs> and then the Panthers over the Broncos. Wow. Sketchiest one for me in this. It's Baker time, huh? Is the Patriots. 100%. 100%. I like it, though. I, I can see it. I I don't trust the Broncos at all. No, you you shouldn't. And we'll talk about it in a couple weeks when the Broncos go into Arrowhead. Or no, when yeah. the Chiefs go into Broncos, Broncos. Uh, on Sunday night. That line ought to be interesting. It's going to be like 10, probably. Yeah, probably. Nine, half, ten. Their offense is atrocious, but yeah. their defense, I will give it's them good. respect where yeah. respect is due. But we're going to say it's Baker ball time uh, <laughs> for the crazy parlay of the week. Yeah, I hope that hits for you. I think you're the only believer in Baker at this point. Um, the sicko teaser of the week, we are 0-12. Somehow a teaser hasn't hit in 11 and the parlay's weeks. Hit. And the parlay has hit. That's a problem. I think this, in my opinion... Is my best teaser of the year. We have over in the Bills game, over 47. I think that's a cover. Giants plus 17. Come on, you got to cover that. Bears plus 13. Sketchiest one on the board, but I think that's an easy cover. Chiefs minus 8. If they don't cover that, that means we stayed at that game way too long. <laughs> yep. And Titans plus 9 because they're going to win outright. I agree. We've put together some teasers that had a couple of them scratching my head i think this is the best one you put together yeah and i think that this is your your chance to get that hit and uh plus we'll 320 on that by the way yeah plus 320 it's a good teaser yeah but with that thank you all for listening uh we look forward to talking to you all uh next week next week will be your last week or it won't be your last week here but uh you'll be here next week I think and so. then we are yeah. going to have a guest host the week after we that, will. which that is the one I believe that we won't get to talk about the Broncos and Chiefs. That there will be me go. and my guest host. Yeah. So uh, Mike Jennings will be joining us for that. Just Absolutely. so everyone knows, no teams are on a bye this week. So yeah. with that, have a great week, guys. I hope you enjoyed uh, our podcast today. Mm-hmm.